Hello, my badass fire starters. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. My name is Caitlin Matanley, and this show is all about achieving the sacred pleasure of your highest potential through spirituality, self-empowerment, entrepreneurship, and magic. It's time to unabashedly blaze your own path by turning up the volume on your total authenticity. I'm an outlaw life and success coach for rebel boss witches and modern mystics, and I'm so excited to have you join me. Thank you for listening. Hello, my friends. I'm back. Did you miss me? I missed you. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, this show has been on hiatus for about a month. We concluded season one, the longest season of all time, because I'm going to be honest with you, I just didn't really think to create seasons. (laughs) Going forward, we are actually going to be having a few seasons a year. It's going to be a lot more strategic, but um, because, you know, even though I'm like a crazy content creation machine, even your girl needs a little break every now and then. Although it wasn't really a break because I was busy, like amazingly, excitedly, awesomely busy recording interviews with you or for you, for you, (laughs) for season two. Oh, there's so much good shit coming up. Do I want to tell you? Do I want to tease it? I don't know if I want to tease it. I don't think I'm going to tease it. I mean, if you've actually been following me on Instagram, I have already teased it because I've posted on my stories when I've done a few of the interviews I've done because I was so excited and I wanted to tell the world. So if you haven't missed that, it's because you're not following me on Instagram. Or rather, if you have missed that, I've been I've been really misspeaking a lot lately. I don't really know like where my mind is. But anyway, if you miss that, it means you're not following me on Instagram or you're not paying attention to whatever I post, which is worse. I don't know. <laughs> so be sure to Follow me on Instagram for all the behind the scenes of not just this podcast, but everything Rebirth of Venus related. My handle is at rebirth underscore Venus. I would love to see you there. That's where we always have like conversations after the episodes. I love, 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 love talking to people in my DMs. And yeah, if you've already been, if you've already slid into my DMs, you know it's a party. So keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Anyway, it's October. It's the best month of the year. It's raining right now. It's vibey as fuck. Really? I mean, I don't know about you, but like, I always get kind of annoyed when it's warm and sunny in October. I'm like, I'm trying to get my fall vibes on. The other day, I was like, I'm getting my fucking fall vibes on. It kills me. And I was, I wanted to make some pumpkin bread, but I live in Mexico and... Okay, people who are like, you know, Whole30, don't hate on me, but I think pumpkin bread tastes better with canned pumpkin. Yes, I know I can buy a pumpkin and roast it, but I didn't want to fucking do that, and yet I had to because I couldn't find canned pumpkin in any store. I really don't think they sell it in this country, but I <laughs> I roasted that goddamn pumpkin. I It actually was really easy. I pureed that fucker in my blender and it was fine. I really don't think the flavor is as concentrated as when you get it from the can, but it was what it was. I felt very like um, all natural, 
Although, to be honest, the whole process with like roasting the pumpkin and then making the bread, it was like midnight before I was eating pumpkin bread. So anyway, had the pumpkin bread going. I picked up a couple of like, you know, spooky fall candles, had them burning, watching, I had the projector on uh, against the wall, like as you project a projector. <laughs> anyway, I was watching, I think it was like Hocus Pocus. It was lit. I think I had some like spiced tea, some yogi tea. I don't even fucking know. It was awesome. Anyway, I love October. I love the vibes. La a few days ago, they just set up the markets for Halloween and Dia de los Muertos here in Mexico. And it's just like, I'm feeling the vibe. But today's cloudy. It's a little cool. I'm happy. How are you? How have you been while I was gone? I hope you've been great. I hope you've been, I don't know, I hope you've just been showered with blessings. I hope you've been ca catching up on past Rebirth of Venus episodes and are excited for everything that comes. So this season, it's going to be lit. I'm just going to stop like fake teasing it um, and move on. But anyway, today, 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 I want to talk about, let's just like start getting in the mood if you're not already, if you're not like me and you've been in the mood. Although according to all these videos I'm watching on YouTube of like, I don't know, millennials decorating their apartments for fall, I think I'm super late actually. Apparently it's like, there are people who start at the end of August. And here's the thing, I actually always want to start at the end of August, but I thought that was insane. Now I know it's totally a thing that's done. So anyway, if you want to get further into the vibe of the season, I want to talk today about embracing your darkness. Oh my God. I was trying to do like horror movie sounds. <laughs> I literally don't know what I was fucking thinking. Boop, boop, boop is not a horror movie sound. Do you know that guy? There's a comedian. I mean, I'm sure you know him. It was like very popular, I think, like, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> but he does what makes like the movie sounds. He did horror movie sounds once. It was funny. Anyway, I'm not him, clearly. Embracing your darkness. So here's the thing. What's something... Here, I'm going to frame a question for you. What is something that you feel shame around? Think of it. I know you know what it is. It, like, immediately came to mind, probably. And if nothing did, you're either very evolved or very um, delusional. <laughs> So sit with it. <laughs> You're probably the latter because we all hide our darkness. So the thing about shame is that when we are ashamed of something, we brush it under the rug, which is which means we basically relegate it to the shadow. Carl Jung talked about the shadow really being, it, it encompasses all of the parts of ourselves that we are afraid to show the world. And we know we've been taught that they are unacceptable and so we just push them away. And of course, do they go away? No. They come up in like really inconvenient ways through our insecurities, through our toxic patterns. It's not, it's not cute. It's not cute. So sometimes, you know, when people talk about like what's known as shadow work, so like identifying and working through these parts of us, it can be this really serious, like time-consuming sounding process. But today, I want to kind of teach you my shortcut. And this isn't really a substitute for like, you know, the deep, deep work or anything, but it's really a way that you can 
embrace the parts of you that previously were shameful to you and through doing that, basically make yourself invincible. So uh, there have been a few times recently where I, you know, I've been really, without going into too much detail, I've been really, really, really creating new patterns in my life. And it's been challenging and thrilling. Like now, October, mid-October, I'm finally really seeing that like I'm doing the thing, you know? Things I've been working on all year and it's just like, wow. All of like, it didn't feel like I was making progress, but I was. Like I'm doing the thing now. Like now I'm seeing the results. So, you know, don't give up. Side note, never give up. So because I was like creating these new patterns, I started noticing areas of my life where in the past I would kind of lie, you know, (laughs) not really like, and it never felt like a big lie. It was like the kind of thing like, okay, for, this is not my situation, but for example, you know, um, say, oh God, I, I'm the worst at coming up with examples on the fly. I really should stop doing this. But say like you want to, your goal is to get in like crazy good shape and improve your health and your friends are always inviting you out to go drinking. Not my situation because like, you know, the health vibes are still like, you know, they're average at best. But whatever, that is what it is. So say that's your situation. So you may, if you really struggle, really, really struggle with achieving that goal, it is likely because there's a part of you that really, really wants to sabotage it. So in this example, you could look at why you're, why you're willing to just like go out and get drunk when you made a, you know, commitment to yourself to do something else, to, you know, live a healthier lifestyle, say. So in order to succeed at that new goal, you really have to identify the the purpose, how the purpose that that other toxic pattern serves. And most importantly, what it gives you that you're afraid of losing. So in this case, you may think like, okay, I'm afraid of losing social time. Okay, fine. But the reality is we know that it's an excuse because you can socialize in other ways that are healthier. Maybe when you dig deeper, 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 you recognize that, oh, like I'm afraid that if I go against, you know, the grain of, of what's normal in my friend group, they're going to think I'm a loser. Okay, like now we're getting into the juicier territory, we know, because it doesn't feel good to say that. Nobody wants to admit that they like feel like a loser sometimes. So in my life, with like the, I was dealing with different situations, but I started noticing where my instinct was just to kind of lie. So like in the case of our you know, lovely heroine in my, in my fictional example of the, of the you know, trying to choose a healthier lifestyle thing, this person might, you know, if they really, they might go out and sabotage themselves or they may actually be willing to say no, but not be honest about why they don't want to go out. So they may say, oh, like I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy with work. Oh, whatever. So there's like two levels of sabotage here. And what's interesting is that actually in the past, I didn't really see the latter as a real level of sabotage. I mean, it's obvious when you, you know, go out and do something that's the opposite of what you said you were, you told yourself you were going to do. It's obvious that that's a form of self-sabotage. But I noticed that when I wasn't being honest and clear about my intentions for my life, 
I was actually doing a disservice to myself because I wasn't actually willing to fully accept this new chapter. And that was because of like my shadow fears. And what I also realized is that actually it did a disservice to the other people as well. Because yes, you know, I actually do with my coaching clients sometimes tell them that at first, if you're really, really having trouble with boundaries or saying no to things and, you're, and you desire to create a new pattern, sometimes a little white lie at the beginning kind of gets you moving, you know? You don't have to always like go into every detail with someone to be like, oh, well, in, in my example, I, you know, don't want to go out because I want to live a healthier lifestyle and all these reasons and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes if it's somebody you know is going to really pressure you at first until you really feel strong in your new choice, sometimes like a little white lie, you know, it's it like it get at least it keeps you in integrity with the choice, even if you're not in integrity with the energy behind the choice, if that makes sense. I hope that's not confusing. So I started challenging myself in terms of like the areas of my life that I was working on creating new patterns in. I started challenging myself to be radically honest with myself and with others. Like in the case of say a friend inviting me to a social thing that wasn't in alignment with my vision for my life, just being honest because it wasn't a personal thing. And you know, when I was honest, they understood that. I was just like, hey, I'm not doing it for this reason, you know? And that gave them the opportunity to be like, okay, cool. You know, like I, I respect your direction that you're heading in. That's great. But ultimately what I realized is that this was really a way of embracing my own shadow. It was a way of embracing my fears around being, you know, not being accepted or being you know, different, too different or different in the wrong way or whatever. And once I embraced that and I just did it anyway, I felt so much more powerful. And then I started recognizing that this is kind of what I do, honestly, with like all of the content I create, whether it's here on the podcast, whether it's a course I teach, whether it's in session with my one-on-one clients, I recognize that I, one thing I do an exceptional job at, I believe, is I'm really honest about where I am. You know, I will never portray something as something I've mastered if I haven't. And because I really believe that we're all eternal students, I can say, yes, like this is something I really don't have to think about too much anymore. I may not have mastered it because like as you ascend new levels, new devils, things, new old fears pop up and all this stuff. I'm never going to portray myself as a guru, somebody who knows everything. And I'm also never going to hold back on information or things I've learned just because I feel like I'm not advanced enough to teach it yet if that makes sense. You know, I'm like a great example is money mindset. I recently finished teaching my the live round of my course, Boss Witch University, which is a business course all about the strategy and energetics of business. And it's really designed for new boss witches. So people who are starting out their businesses and who are, you know, spiritually minded and interested in doing things a little differently. So I realized when I was creating the content for that course that I had to talk about money mindset at some point. And yet this is something like I've made huge strides in my money mindset this year and have seen results to, you know, support that. But I'm not an expert by any means still. And yet I knew that if I didn't mention it or didn't talk about it or dive into it with my students, I'd be doing them a disservice. And so I found 
really a way to talk about what I had learned and the pieces of what I had learned that I had sort of adapted to my philosophies, I guess you could say, and made work for me. And I presented them as, hey, this is a work in progress for me. I was fully honest. And it was interesting because I realized in connection to this whole embracing your darkness thing, I recognized that, you know, many people I'm sure feel pressure and you might be one of them, you know, feel pressure to be like, if you're in a position of leadership, whether it's chosen, you know, whether you're like a creator, an influencer online, or you maybe are in a place of leadership in your career or whatever, a lot of people, they feel this pressure. This is the whole idea of like fake it until you make it, which I don't disagree with because truly sometimes you do need to just like fucking act like the person who knows what to do. <laughs> and I really encourage that sometimes. But there's a difference between that and really, you know, pretending to be further along than you are or pretending to be something you're not or pretending to be a master where you aren't or a mistress. <laughs> and, you know... For me, it's actually, I think it's more, more valuable just to fully own your station, fully own where you are. And there are three reasons why. Hopefully I counted them right. Because <laughs> I feel like whenever I say there are three reasons or three things, and they're always like four or two, but whatever. So the first is that it's more powerful to people because they can relate. You know, they see like seeing somebody who's made big improvements in if we're talking about personal development in a certain area, but still isn't perfect, is really inspiring because it shows people that it's possible and that they don't have to be perfect to have to see success and see improvement. And I mean, right there, like that's a really powerful statement that you don't have to be perfect to be successful, not just at work or career or business, but in terms of anything. You know, that's really powerful. So there's that. There's also the fact that, you know, when you fully own where you are, you really become invincible because nobody can hold it against you. So if you're worried of being honest about something because of what people will say, here's the thing. If you own it and you just like are out with it and, you, and it's not a secret, you're talking about it, you're driving the story, then it's not something anyone can use against you. You've taken away the shame stigma by talking about it. I've been challenging myself to be more open about things that I had felt shame about previously in conversations with friends. You know, I may not be like like fully sharing them all online yet. Sure, I will. But you know, even just when it comes up in conversation, bring you know, being open and sharing, and it was so exhilarating the times I've done that because it was, I really felt that shame just being whisked away, and it was like, wow, not only do I no longer feel shame? But I actually, because I don't feel shame about X, Y, or Z anymore, it puts me in a stronger position to make a real change in that area. Think about it. I mean, how many things do you avoid doing because of shame? You know, for example, like say you have financial issues, say you have debt, and you have a lot of shame around that. I mean, some people are motivated by shame, but in my experience, Feeling shame around something like that makes me want to look the other way, which is literally the opposite of what you should be doing, you know? Or if you feel shame around like your choices of romantic partners, let's say, 
being ashamed of it probably isn't going to keep you from choosing the wrong people. It might actually make you be more likely to choose them because you feel bad about yourself. And the reason you feel bad about yourself is because you feel shame, not because of the people. You know, the shame is the problem. That's my belief. So, you know, that's another way that really when you just embrace your darkness, you know, you become invincible. People can't hold things against you because, you know, you, you're out with whatever it is. And I mean, this is why like celebrities, you know, have press releases or press, press conferences. That's it. (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking, I guess, like in all the political scandal shows where they like always have to have a press conference, but you know, maybe celebrities do it too. I think they do when like something scandalous happens. I don't, I really don't follow like celebrity shit. So, I mean, I do here and there, but not like, and anyway, moving on. Um, (laughs) So I have to be like a complete open overshare. I'm like, oh, but like I was a little obsessed like two weeks ago with watching all the YouTube videos about what happened, what was going on with Kylie and Travis's, you know, relationship. But that was just like me being bored (laughs) and needing a little break and, you know, Anyway, moving on. I know I said there were three benefits, but like there are two of them and I I literally already forgot the third because I do these episodes without notes most of the time on the fly. But my point here is this. When you really embrace your darkness, you it loses its power not just over you but over the world. And you're able to act from real desires rather than these, you know, hidden desires and beliefs that you have. So I encourage you this week to really identify, identify something in your life that you are ashamed of. And I challenge you to tell someone about it, to share it, maybe with a friend, maybe on the internet, you get to decide on what level you're going to share it. I want you to see how it feels when you share it. And I, and I do want you to choose someone who you know isn't going to like shit all over it. You know, I mean, if you, if you have like some frenemies, which I really hope you don't because like, why are you wasting your time on that? But, you know, you shouldn't share this with like a frenemy. Share with a trusted friend who you know supports you. I think you'll be shocked to find that your story helps someone that they, they don't feel as alone about something, and that when you confidently drive the narrative, you feel different. So I want you to notice what happens. And once it's out in the open, even in that small way, I want you to identify how it's going to change, how now that it's out of, you know, you're not ashamed of it anymore, or, or not as ashamed at least, how it's going to change your attitude towards this in the future and the steps you do, you take to change it. So that is my formula for embracing your darkness. This is the best time of year to do it because it's fall, it's the Samhain season, it's all about embracing your darkness and, you know, being one with the shadows. And I made that part up, but I don't know if anyone says that that's what this is about. (laughs) But it's a great time of year to really dig into this, like feel into the vibe, feel into the energy in the air of fall. And to me, it just like speaks to just getting in and like digging out my shame and my bullshit and just like 
using that energy that gets freed up because energy does get freed up when you stop putting energy to shame. Energy, when that gets freed up, I'm gonna just like drive forward for the rest of the year and dive into 2020. Yeah, a new decade. It's coming up, a new decade. It starts in like two and a half months, so. So do this. Tell me how it goes. And if honestly, if you want me to be your person, I'm more than open for that. You can message me on Instagram at rebirth underscore of Venus. Maybe you want me to be your person to share your shameful secret with. Obviously, your secret is completely safe with me. So thank you all so much for listening. I am so excited to be back for season two. Tune in next week for, like I always do, most weeks we're going to have a solo episode early in the week and an interview at the end of the week on Friday. This is an exception because I wanted to just have the time all by myself to say hello to you all as we enter this new season two of Rebirth of Venus. So be sure to check out the future episodes that are coming. You don't want to miss any of them. Be sure you're following or you're subscribe, subscribing, that's what they call it, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening. And let me know how it goes as you dig up your shameful secret and bring it out of the shadows and into the light. Have a beautiful weekend. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave me a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts app. To keep the episodes coming, click on the link in the show notes to support the show for as little as $1 a month. I am so grateful to have you as part of this movement. I'll see you soon. Thank you.